Her kids have taught her a lot about listening since arriving at the Jane Tucker School for the Blind. And while Mallory will never hear the world they do, she can try. But there's too much noise out there, chaos. It's impossible to discern one voice from another. She thinks of Annette, the blind woman, much older than herself, whose name she heard screamed moments ago as Mallory, hungry, walked the hall to the cafeteria. Before Mallory had time to process the nature of the scream, Annette herself came around the corner, blue bathrobe and red hair trailing like spinning sirens, knife in hand. Mallory had time to note the woman's open, unfocused eyes before closing her own. Mallory thought, she's blind. How is she mad? Then she went still. Annette passed her, breathing heavy, moving fast, and Mallory, hearing the first guttural howls from deeper in the school, stepped blind into the nearest classroom and locked its door behind her. She reaches for the knob again now. The last she saw of Tom, he was in what was once the staff lounge, pieces of a new invention at his knees. Mallory is responsible for those pieces. Only six, Tom the boy invents like Tom the man, his namesake once did. Often, Mallory's instinct is to humor this impulse. She feels a mother must. Or perhaps a mother should have in the old world. Now, here, she always destroys what Tom's made and reminds him that the blindfold is the only protection any of them will ever need. Yet, Annette is blind, and now mad. Mallory hears a sudden obscenity from the other side of the locked door. Two people are fighting in the hall. It's a man and a woman, and it's not difficult to put visual images with the sounds they make. Clawing, scratching, fingers in eyes and fingers down throats, and the cracking of a bone, and the tearing of what sounds like a throat. Barehanded? Mallory doesn't move. A body slams against the wood door and slides to the tiled floor. Whoever's won the fight, he or she is panting just outside. Mallory listens. She breathes in. She holds it. She breathes out. She knows there is no stopping the panic. She wants to hear farther up the hall, past the breathing, to the screams of the people who live here, to the exact things they say, to the exact location of her kids. She remembers giving birth in the attic of a home, a place much smaller than this. She recalls a cry from below. Don't tear the drapes down. Who tore them down here? In the hall, the breathing has stopped, but the distant sounds of fists on wood, fists on fists, and the last vestiges of sanity are getting louder. Mallory unlocks the classroom door. She opens it. There is no immediate movement in the hall. No one erupts towards her. No one speaks at all. Whoever won the fight... They are gone now. Howls erupt from deeper in the building, muffled death knells, last words and wishes. There is the smacking of fists, the cracking of wood. There is yelling and gibberish, doors slamming open and doors slamming closed. Children cry out. The music from the office continues. <laughs>